We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hey, I love Wando, but uh, I'm not playing a bunch of 38-year-old dudes in my lineup every week. That's not how you win. Also, the World Cup's coming around, which isn't exactly Wando's time of the year. Oh. Oh. Dude, I heard it. I heard it. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazo. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Monday by J.D. Bazo and Skylar Redpath to talk about some Major League Soccer because even though the World Cup is coming, MLS is going to try to sneak in a six-game slate uh, game week for us. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for uh, letting me have some time off last week to finish these World Cup previews. But... Like we said, MLS does not stop for World Cup, or at least they don't take more than ten days or two ten days off. Yeah, a um, appetizer for us Wednesday that's right. before things kick off on Thursday. Why not throw some MLS games in there just to to wet the palate there? That's right. That's right. Um, JD, I noticed at one point you were the best player in MLS fantasy last weekend. Very briefly, it was a flash in the pan. Yeah. I probably had my my worst week in 
months mm. in fantasy MLS, but that that's okay. I'm still uh, still right up there. I think I might might have dropped maybe uh, 17, 18 points to to some of the better scoring people uh, near the top. Mm-hmm. So uh, I finished with eighty three, but that was weak rank two thousand seven hundred thirty nine. Yeah, um, yeah, a little bummed out. I I mentioned to you guys in the the private chat. Um, I was kind of close to ditching Almarone altogether, and then I strongly thought about putting him on the bench. But uh, Jordi Reina and his inconsistency made me nervous, so I figured I would keep him on the bench. And uh, Almarone got subbed off at halftime. Um, Elise got me two points, and I captained Javinko, which I was kind of going back and forth on that. Um, I know Diaz helped out a lot of people. so Was he your other uh, option? No- um, I think I was also considering um, who else was last week that was popular. Was it Via? I think mm-hmm. was a popular one I saw. Um, the guy in first overall right now, Captain Kyoto, who I actually got one point on him with Javinko there. Mm. Um, lots of A-Lease. I could have done that and got four points, so I'm not terribly upset. Um, and to be honest, Dallas didn't really look that great. Diaz individually looked pretty good, but his goal was off a penalty kick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he got an assist on the own goal, probably too. So um, a little bit of a lucky week for Diaz, but he he did play well. So I don't know. It's it is what it is. I've been really lucky to have like a ton of great uh, week ranks and consistent uh, kind of finishes near the top. So it was bound to happen. Yeah, it's not like you lost out on a captain that bagged a hat trick like you know if you didn't have Joseph Martinez or and then and everyone else did you know you're it's not like there was a some huge performances that uh ended up being a pretty popular one like even Ladero wasn't all that popular but he you know he had a good game but oh, I'm not yeah. sure how many people were captaining him right exactly so I think I'm uh 17 points out of first which is fine we have um six weeks left mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Skyler, how'd you do? Not even three week. It was a decent week here. I had 94 points. Could have been better if I didn't captain Elise. Hmm. Um, but, you know, I probably would have done it again at home against Colorado. So, Up a man um, at halftime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When it, when that when that happened, I thought he was golden, but um, didn't work out. And, you know, like J.D. said, there are several uh, top players and several other players that captained Elise, so it didn't hurt too bad. Um, and then I had uh, a couple of big performances from uh, Zlatan was one. He had another brace, 14 mm. points. Um, Diaz, <laughs> Diaz with uh, 13. I had I was able to get Lodero in, um, and he got 11 points. Flynnmeyer had 11 points. So it was a pretty good week all the way around. I think it was like 800th for the week, and then I gained a spot or two in the Overall rankings, I did jump into first in the Atlanta United League. So, I know. Uh, yeah, I got something to uh, uphold. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was an okay week, but definitely some areas that I think I could have done better in. Yeah. I uh, ended up on 85 points, so not too far from JD. Uh, very far on the overall rank. I can't I was close. I think I was in 111 last week, if I remember correctly. It fell to 132, which... Um, I ended up captaining Valeri, which I just felt like by the end, I, like I got to the, towards the end of the game week, we were kind of, we were talking about it. Um, I had Alessandrini and when he was out, I switched to Ladero and thought about, 
I'm going to warn you two now. I'm going to blame both of you for my poor performance, just so that's out there right now. So I was going to captain Ladero, like I had it captained. And Skyler, you sent that uh, tweet that it was like pouring in Seattle. And uh, so I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll. I knew you were going to blame that. Yeah, yeah, no, I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, so I was like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll go back to Valeri. Uh, and then I had Zlatan. And when Jordi Reyna scored, JD, you were like, no, 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 you just get rid of Zlatan now because Reyna, Reyna's money. So I, I tossed Zlatan <laughs> uh, to get Reyna. Did, it, did wait, Zlatan, wait, wait, wait. Zlatan end up on 14? A... Is that what you yeah, said, Zlatan Skyler? had 14. Okay, yeah, it's only a four-point difference, I guess. I can't really... You can't toss 10 points. Um, I tossed um, Zussi for Hasler 7. Hmm. I blame Skyler for yeah, that one. That's a two-point difference there. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, I... That was uh, all my call. But yeah, I agree, and I would do it again, 100%. Yeah, um, that... He was on the road, tough game. So, I, Scott, or Andrew, you're failing to mention that I helped you uh, before all the lineups kicked off even get Reyna in your lineup because you were going right. to use a, a – you already – yeah. Well, I was going to have Zlatan. Anyway. I was going to have Zlatan and then basically a double switcheroo, like the, the poor man's <clears throat> switcheroo where I just have two bench guys and three starters on my bench and I just take the two highest ones. Yeah, um, you don't pay attention all weekend, right. so you lose the, the <laughs> extra one game's worth of uh, chances you can get. Right. I still don't right. understand why anyone— would have benefited me because I would have had Zlatan. Yeah, but um, I don't understand why anyone does a double switcheroo unless you're going to be literally away from your phone all weekend. Um, I was, Well, it was just Saturday. And I was away for most of it. Like I, yeah. I was well, then that's lucky fair. that I found the Alessandrini, but obviously my fall is not my fault at all. Um, I'll take fault for screwing up my keeperu, which ended up not being that bad because Dallas had the clean sheet. But um, I need you guys to get me back this week. That's how. That's so how. Good week. Play. Good week to get back. I feel yeah. like. So we have six games all on Wednesday, uh, and then it's a ten day break. Uh, for the World Cup, theoretically. Hallelujah. Um, we've got two games leading off at 7.30 Eastern, Montreal home against Orlando, and then Columbus home against Atlanta. Uh, you guys were talking about uh, doing your rankings before we started recording, and Skylar, you said that you had Harrison Afool as your first defender. Is that right? Against Atlanta? Yeah, it is. Um not sure if you guys caught that NYCFC game, but, uh, man, they put it to them. I know Columbus Crew is not the same team, but, I mean, they were – I think New York City got off about 25 shots somewhere in there. Um, and so I'm not super thrilled about um, Atlanta in the back, and I feel like awful if we want a guy that's going to get forward and going to get shots off, probably have some chances to swing some balls into the box and – potentially get an assist like it feels like awful is right there at the top of the heap for me and i just i don't see too many defenders um just right off the bat other than maybe a guy like aro that has as much upside as awful this week so i don't know i mean jd correct me if i'm wrong but do you see any defender that really sticks out this week as like the number one defender not really. I do think you're thinking a little bit more from a daily fantasy perspective with a fool than I will be. Um, as much as I love his offensive output, he looks dangerous going forward pretty much every time I watch this season. Um, but against Atlanta, who has been a phenomenal team on the road, they're actually uh, four wins, two draws, 
and zero losses in their last six games on the road. Um, I don't know. If I can't see Columbus getting that clean sheet, then I don't see too much benefit to starting off full. Um, on the other hand, we have two dominant teams um, in New York, Red Bulls and Toronto, who I think both have really good clean sheet chances, and I'll probably be trying to get some of them in. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you could... Uh, Skyler, are you assuming that Almiron doesn't play? Yeah, that was going to be kind of another, just lump that in with my my point on uh, Awful, is that I feel like they might have a better shot at a clean sheet without Almiron. Um, obviously, Yosef Martinez is dangerous as they come, but uh, I just, and I think Crew will be getting back some of their reinforcements. I believe Stefan and Will Trap might be back this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I feel like they have the, potential to get a clean sheet like yeah the matchup's not as good as say toronto fc at home against dc united um or red bulls at home against seattle but yeah it just feels like out of all of those like even with the red bulls i don't see any defender that jumps off the page at me i mean a guy like um uh bus kamar lawrence is probably a guy that you could could try to latch onto if you wanted some offensive upside but awful has been the guy that's been i mean he's been getting off shots for Columbus. He's had some goals. He's had some assists. And I just, I like him a lot this week. I might, I'm, I'm not final on that, but um, he's up there for me this week. Yeah, if I use a full, it'll 95% uh, probably be from the bench. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, look he's, at he's, it. Uh, do that. The, yeah, the 730 games have to be your bench players, essentially. Yeah. Because um, there's, there's really uh, not one... much. Yeah, one of the do. games is at 9 and one's at 10.30. Yeah. Uh, so you could make the decision at 9 o'clock for Colorado-Chicago, but it's a lot, even more likely you'll be making it for San Jose Revs at 10.30. Um, but you really can't switcheroo those 8 o'clock guys. Right. Because you only have one hour. Actually, you can you do that minutes. with – you could do it with the San Jose right. New England guys. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's actually an option as well. But if you want to want to get it like a true – just take the early players. Um, I think that's that's probably what I would do if I was looking at using a full personally. Yeah, I'm just surprised that it just, and I think it's more a call from the home drones, but like if you're looking for clean sheet, home teams, clean sheets, like the D.C. United on the road, Chicago on the road, New England on the road, even Seattle well, Ch- on the road. Yeah, but you didn't mention Chicago's opponent when they're on the road. <laughs> I didn't. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah. One thing I'll say is you, uh, you're right. Al Marone is going to be out uh, most likely. I think right. he's questionable. It yeah. seems like it's a toss-up, but he'll probably sit, get Agreed. a nice long rest during the World Cup break. Um, no reason to risk him, really. And Columbus shut down BWP last week. They were really yeah. focused on keeping him out of the game and taking their chances with everybody else on the Red Bulls. So if they do that again with Martinez, which I think is especially smart if – BWP's out, then um, I could see a clean sheet there, but it's just not my favorite clean sheet chance for sure. Right. I'd rather have Chicago on the road uh, getting the clean sheet. Hmm. Wow. What do you add? Colorado had one shot on goal last week, and they were down for 50-plus minutes. Um, so I I don't really understand how they were that, that poor offensively. But. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's stick in this Columbus-Atlanta game. Uh, what are your thoughts on Columbus attackers, J.D.? Zardes or Iguain? 
Yeah, I think just looking at some of the other matchups, I don't love Zardis yeah. too much, but I will say he got double-digit goals. He's mm-hmm. second to Martinez, who has 13. Zardis is now at 10. Um, and he, Zardis easily could have had three or four goals last game. I think he put one off the post, one he kind of collided with the goalie and could have easily uh, tapped that in, another one he kind of just missed the opportunity. Um, he had plenty of chances. But that's also sort of a testament to just Zardis not always finishing his chances. Um, <laughs> a little luck, a little uh, not great finishing sometimes. But um, he's playing really well. He's another guy I would think about putting on my bench and switcherooing. I don't think I would start Zardis. And Iguain, I think, would be a pretty good play this week. Okay. Skyler, how do you, do you see them the same way? Yeah, I'm actually looking at Iguain as potentially my top midfielder this week with Almarone out of the equation. Wow. Um, Zardes is, I mean, JD pretty much said it. He's he's getting goals, and I'm not too scared about Columbus in this spot at home against Atlanta just after seeing, I mean, that NYCFC game, they could have beaten Atlanta 5-6-7-1. Yeah. I mean, they were throttling them the whole game. And uh, I think crew has the ability to do you know maybe not mimic what nycfc did but they've got the tools and the attack to to put numbers forward and, and make it difficult for them and i think iguain will obviously be at the uh at the center of that so again with him that just like i don't see a ton of other midfielders maybe unless like piatti gets back in the starting lineup for impact um maybe nico lodero is up there but other than than those guys it's like you know, after that, who's left in the midfield as far as Vasquez, like, man? Yeah, we well, have yeah, Victor Vasquez. He's up there. Um, you're Royer. number one last week. You got yeah, this... I think he did. Uh, he did pretty good, actually. Yeah, no, he's up there. He's in the number one conversation this week. Um, Royer has been good, but not. I mean, he's he's probably top uh, top five or six for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that, I mean, uh, Katai against Colorado, your boy. Oh yeah, yeah, Katai. He was in my lineup. La- well, he was on my bench last week and made it in six pointer. I wasn't thrilled with it, but I took it kind of like you. Like I'm gonna go ahead and take the guaranteed points. So yeah, yeah. Um, and but Kaku, yeah, Kaku is still out, right? He um he plays tomorrow, international friendly. Is I think that that's pa- right. Paraguay, Japan. Yeah, I think I that's know. right. So he's not going to be back the next day, yeah. Right. Hmm. All right. He'd he'd be a great one if he was playing. Yeah. If he was. Yeah. Do you put like does anybody like who benefits the most from him being out in terms of who you would target? Is it just Royer's value goes up, or is it somebody else? If uh, Zakowski plays, he's gonna probably going to take the free kicks. He subbed on and took most of the free kicks and mm-hmm. delivered a nice one that uh, Alex Moyle scored a header on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's definitely possible. Okay. okay. Tyler Adams will probably be back too, whether he yeah. starts or not is, is a little up in the air. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before we get to that game, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Montreal and Orlando. Skyler, you mentioned Piotti. Um, where does he fall for you if he if he starts? If he starts, he's probably he'd probably be two or three somewhere around there. Okay. Um, just based on Orlando City mainly as the the opponent, and maybe we get a, 
uh, Piotti game with a chip on his shoulder for, for getting the bench last weekend. I don't know. Um, he didn't he didn't even see the field. He was on the bench, but he yeah. didn't even see the field. So I'm not sure if there's just something uh, more than just uh, coach's decision there or what. But, yeah, I mean, if he, see, if he starts, then he's got to be a top two or three midfielder. Like, Montreal need him to start. So I don't see unless there's something like a disciplinary act like thing going on with the coaching staff, I don't see why he'd continue to play on the bench. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if Piotti starts, would you be nervous and would you put him on the bench or would he be straight into your, your lineup? I think on a six or what seven-game slate. Six. Um, no, it's a six-game slate. Yeah, I think you can put him on the bench and yeah. <laughs> see what happens. Just, I mean, there's only so many elite options out there, so – um, at least give yourself a look with him. He hasn't been in super top form. Maybe I mean, obviously that's probably why he's on the bench partly. Um, so yeah, give yourself a, an out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of agree, but um, well, no, I understand, but I don't agree. I think I would put him straight into my lineup and uh, hunt for the clean sheets with my switcheroo spots. Because hmm. um, I would I would be pretty confident if Piotti's back in. I would like the motivational factor, and I love the fact that Orlando has been so bad lately. They've lost five straight. They made Vancouver look like uh, Bayern Munich last week. So uh, (laughs) Orlando's just extremely bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I might wrestle with that one. I like – if he starts, I do like Piotti a lot. And I also like Tider. I know we touched on him last week, so fear Tider – it's been a bonus point machine. He hit five points this past week at FC Dallas. Isn't great, isn't bad, but you know it seems like before that he was hitting like six to eight points regularly, and that's not even any kind of offensive output. But he's he's uh, creating stuff for himself. He's getting shots off, and I'm not gonna be surprised when he turns up with a monster game some point. Yeah, so I'm actually thinking about maxing uh, Montreal players this week. Mm. On every level. Or all attack, or how do you, how are you looking at it? Yeah, I think so. We mentioned Piotti and then tight air. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan Bush was a freaking brick wall last week against Dallas. Um, had a couple beautiful saves, a couple point blank saves to keep balls out of the net. And then Mancosu had a couple uh, close range opportunities. I think one was called off sides. Uh, the other one he actually finished into his own net, unfortunately. But um, I kind of like seeing Mancoso in there, and he's a, a good play to stack with Piotti, I think. So he would be a guy off the bench for sure, but he's only $4.5 million if you, for some reason, need the savings. Um, and I would consider their defenders as well. I mean, if they held Dallas to zero, um, essentially zero open goal play or open play goals, mm-hmm. um, they could certainly do it at home instead of on the road against Orlando, who've been pretty bad. Yeah. I could also see Vic Cabrera is still out. Yeah, it's a bummer. Ah. I wonder why he's out. That would have been a lock and load. Yeah, for sure. He, um, Dom Dwyer, I feel like could also just torment the Montreal defense. So I don't know. I mean, you could go either way with the defenders and with the keeper, Mm -hmm. but I do think I, I want at least two players for Montreal in the attack. Yeah, I could see. I could see. For me, I could see Piotti if he starts, and then Tider, one of them starting, and then maybe one in a switcheroo role. Um, 
for like Bush, I think I don't see how you don't go with Bono this week and that switcheroo just yeah. feels like he's uh not guaranteed, but he feels like he's in the best spot for a clean sheet in that early batch of games and then if it doesn't work out then uh yeah, maybe even have a guy like Tarbell, Tarbell ready come yeah. in as as good as you know, not great as that sounds, but um, yeah, that's the weird thing. It's you you can't do Bush and Bono. Right, right. Um, so like if Bush and somebody else, Howard is the only one you have. Nah, it's, I mean you or could go Rich, Richard Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah. yeah, I mean Bush Sanchez is better than Bono Tarbell. Really? If if you know. really uh, see Bono alone is just the best, so right. that's a problem. But um. I would say Tarbell is the fourth best keeping option out of those four. Um, so if you really want two cracks at it, I don't know. Orlando's just really bad. I'm really sour on them lately, but um, I probably will go Bono now that we've talked about it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, talk these things out. Yeah, that's what the this what this podcast is for. I don't even care if anybody listens. <laughs> um, <laughs> as long as your team's in good standing. That's right. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on to – we kind of talked about Toronto. Obviously, we're talking about Bono right there. Um, how deep does it go? It seems like you could go Javinko, uh, Vasquez, any defender you want. I guess you could go Aro. Um, Osorio, like, the, the uh, go, brace last week. Yep. Yeah, Hasler, if he starts higher up the field like he has some this season. So is it Just possible – healthy too. Is it possible you have eight guys from the two Canadian teams? Or the the two on the slate? Yeah, probably wouldn't be eight. Um, I'd probably max Toronto and then not have enough room to max Montreal like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to see. But I am right. Was Maro in the uh, the eighteen last week? No, he wasn't. Sorry, but I'm pretty sure he's healthy again. He should be back soon. Yeah. Anyone from DC? No. <laughs> Good. I got nothing more on that game. Or I guess, how high is Javinko in the captain ranking? Like, probably number one. Number one, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's up there. Wait, who who are you asking about? Was was back, J.D.? Aro. Justin yeah, started... Oh, Maro. Maro. Oh, okay. Maro. Yeah, I thought you said Aro, too. I was going to say he started last game, and it seemed like he started a little higher up. Yeah. I did say Aro, but it was, there was an M in front of it. <laughs> Uh, I got you. That's why I wanted to verify, just mm-hmm. making sure we're all. Okay. Um, but yeah, tomorrow that makes tomorrow. sense. All right. Um, let's go to the other eight o'clock game: Red Bulls Sounders. We talked a little bit about those guys, but I feel like we didn't get a definitive answer on BWP. Oh yeah, definitely playing. Okay. Yeah, he's right now. I've got him penciling at two behind Giovinco. Yeah. It just doesn't. So... There's just not that many great forwards on the slate. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think. Just looking at my initial kind of scribble ranking, it's Javinko, BWP, Yosef Martinez, Jossi Zardes, and then then after that it gets a, a lot hairy. Like Chris Wanda. I was gonna say it's obviously Wanda this week. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's it's him or Baji. Um, How about Pania? Pania's right there, but I mean he hasn't been great lately. I'd, he had I'd seven take, shots last game. I'd take Wando at home over Pania. Like Pania is probably gonna fall right there in be- in between like him and uh, Wando and Baji or something like that. Might be Baji's last stand. Yeah. Bully, uh, bully breathing down his neck. 
Yeah, or they might just sell the entire team during the summer transfer window. <laughs> They've been bad. Yeah, so really. bad. I don't. How are you down two goals, and you play for fifty more minutes, and then also uh, stoppage time, and you get one shot on goal, mm-hmm. two well, shots. They were, they were yeah. down a man, were they? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. You're down two goals. Surely you can muster a shot or two. Yeah, I mean... Houston had 75% possession, and they were winning by two goals for 54 minutes? Yeah. Hmm. That's pathetic. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> that's inexcusable like anywhere in the world. <laughs> um, let's hold up on, on them for a minute. Sorry, that just really fires me up. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Don't worry. It's... We'll get there. Um, anyone from Seattle? Ladero's probably in play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really about it. When you look at the elite plays, then there's like, you know, Ladero's an elite player. Obviously, like, uh, Joseph Martinez, uh, Javinko, BWP. Like, they're just not, if Piotti starts, there's just not that many elite players out there. So, yeah, Ladero fits the bill and, Showed this past week, yeah, they he they Seattle needed that injection from him, so I think that he's got to be the guy for him going forward. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, they're still gonna get crushed this game, though. That's yeah, what I mean. Like, if they're gonna get crushed, why not just go with uh, uh, Tider and instead? Yeah, that's yeah. where you get, that's where you got to play the. Uh, well, I guess Tider is only thirty minutes before Ladero, but. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, like, the Red Bulls aren't a team that gets ahead and lets up. Like, they're yeah. just going to relentlessly attack Seattle. They're not going to take their foot off the pedal, similar to Houston, I'm assuming, last week against Colorado. I mean, there are some teams that they go up a couple goals, and they're good, like Dallas kind of last yeah. week. But Dallas does that yeah. after one. Yeah, no, you're right. I might actually even consider a guy like Katai at Colorado over a guy like Lodero. Yeah, the Red only— Bulls. Yeah, the only thing is Ladero could be a bench guy for you. And then you That's could true. put in uh you could put in Pania, you could put in Vaco, uh Wando even if that's what you're feeling, Hosen. Um there's some interesting attacking options yeah, there are. in that yeah. last game I like that. that I would not hate to not be able to play if Ladero did well. Like it would be so easy for me to be like, "Okay, Vaco, see ya." Um if Ladero even got me 6 or 7 points. Mm-hmm. It's true. Meanwhile, I like, like that it, angle. Kill, it kills me to bench like some good players sometimes. Like Valeri, I think I had to bump from my lineup this past week to get Reina's ten. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Where do you guys put? I don't think we even got kind of like where Royer sits with all of this. Like we're talking about, if they start running it up. Yeah, he sits pretty high. I mean, yeah. he's probably uh, like Skylar. I think earlier said borderline top five mid. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like after the elite guys and his name's right there because he's yeah. pretty much like, uh, you know, BWT, BWP is who they're looking to for goals, but it seems like Royer is kind of even more of a forward role this year. And uh, the fantasy output hasn't been great, but it's like when he gets going, then he has some monster games. So right. this could be one of them here. Yep. Being on penalties doesn't help. doesn't hurt either. No, it doesn't. And being on a, a six-game slate then definitely shoots him higher up than he, he normally would be. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Okay. How about Roy, Royer or Tider? That's where I was. Ah, mm. Right. I think Tider is the safer play. Royer for the you know hoping he scores a brace. Yeah. Same. I mean Royer could be your your bench guy instead of Ladero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I feel like there are probably six six midfielders you could play this week. Yeah, you want to play this. No, maybe even seven. There's more because you we didn't even get to Diego Fagundes yet. I mean, yeah. you have Katai. Yep. Um, the San Jose and the San Jose guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. where does Katai? There's fit? enough. We can go to. Well, I'm almost saying there are too many. Um. Oh, but, there are too many midfielders, and actually, I mean, it's a sneaky good slate. I mean, there's enough players at every position. I'm not as down on forward as Skyler is. It's just two of the three spots are really easy calls. Yeah. And if you're trying to, by the way, if you're trying to catch up in the standings, unless you're super far down, it's not the time to fade Javinko or BWP. Right. Just like uh, live to fight another day. Mm-hmm. If you're like within, even if you're within like 50 or 60 points, I'd probably bump it to next week. There's right. no reason to fall back even further. Yeah, get the obvious guys in, and then maybe use the that extra slot that you get a little creative with. Use that and like that Lodero or, or Royer role. Like I think you can yeah, get on it, off the grid a little bit with that one. Yeah, or go clean sheet hunting. Try to get like all four in the back mm-hmm. with clean sheets using your switcheroos. Okay, not crazy. Which might be, I mean, that might be how I use my spots anyway. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Where does uh? Where does Chicago fit on the? I mean, is it? Is there anybody in consideration after Katai? I mean, I guess the defenders you could do because Colorado is Colorado. I mean, whoever, anyone on Chicago's team is in play. <laughs> it's not even a joke. I mean, Colorado are so bad. They've lost all of their last six games. They've only won two of their last four home games. The other four games were all losses, no draws. Um, I mean, I think all the defenders for Chicago are in play. Colorado doesn't have Bowley this week, so that kind of helps out the defense a little bit. Schweine's in play. He scored that long-range uh, shot last week. You have Katai. You have whoever starts at forward, whether it's Nikolic or Alan Gordon. Um, Nikolic actually came off last week after 20 minutes, right? Yeah, con- possible concussion. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, just, it's tough for me after Katai, like none of the – Chicago options jump out at me, I guess. Schweine, maybe. Um, he's been bringing the bonus points, and he turned up with this goal this last weekend. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, I see the the angle trying to to beat up on the Colorado, whatever, eight-game losing streak. But I just – I don't know, man. I feel It feels like a trap game almost, like, as far as the, defend, the Chicago Fire Defenders go. feels like Colorado might be good for a goal here. I'm not going to say they're going to get a result, but I feel like they might be good for a, a goal – um, you got a I'm guaranteed a little... goal for us here? Uh, no. <laughs> for a team? team at home? Yeah, team guarantee. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee the Rapids will score a goal. All right. That's, All right. that's uh, really one of your worst guarantees ever, I think. It's, yeah, it's a pretty pretty bold take there. But uh, I don't know. It, it feels a little bit of a trap, and I'm just not as confident, I guess, as like saying, oh, I just throw out any Chicago defender. It's going to work out. Like If it doesn't, then those guys really haven't been doing a ton uh outside of if they get a clean sheet or like when Kevin Ellis was turning up with a goal or an assist, I mean, you're, you're looking at a good two or three points. I don't know. It's, it's tough for me. Like I feel I do like, I know JD's probably going to argue that Vincent could throw something into the attack, which isn't a bad take at all. Even Kevin Ellis could, but I don't know. It feels like a trap. Yeah, I mean, I'm never going to lobby for Kevin Ellis. I don't think he's good. But uh, <laughs> the the one thing about Vincent is crossing is it's unfortunate. The one thing Colorado does well is defend in the air um, when they can find their man. So I guess, I mean, 
This also, Skyler, I would think you'd be on top of this more than you are. It seems like you've forgotten. It's an Alan Gordon revenge game. Oh, uh, yes, it is. It is an Alan Gordon I'll, revenge game, and, and they've got that. Yeah, yeah, and that means Alan Gordon revenge game. Vincent and Ellis potentially will be swinging the crosses in, so. Okay. Maybe uh, puts Alan Gordon a little bit higher on the, on the forward rankings this week. Captain Gordo, hashtag. <laughs> Guaranteed Gordo goal from JD. How sweet would it be if I won this first half season or whatever of fantasy MLS because I captained Alan Gordon when he had a hat trick? That's that could do it. I think it yeah, was I'm Jeff. Not, I think it was that. Jeff Cunningham several years ago. I know it's a, he was probably one of the the leading scorers at that time, but <laughs> several. That, Ago. Yeah, several years ago, but that actually propelled me into first place. That was, I think, that was one of the first years that I ever was up there at the top, and uh, that I vividly remember that. <laughs> it was a long time ago, man. But I was playing <laughs> fantasy back then. Got that, got that Jeff Cunningham hat trick, and that was what did it. That was all I needed to put me up there at the top. So you uh, did you jump above the other three people that were playing? <laughs> well, you multi-entered above, back above, then. Uh, Josh Branson, if any of the old school MLS fantasy players uh, know what I'm talking about, he was he was one of the he probably outdid me as far as massive multi entry went. (laughs) That might be why he's not playing anymore. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, they found his entire family that was also (laughs) playing. Branson family. No, uh, but yeah, it's uh, sometimes something like that sets you apart. I don't know if it's gonna be Alan Gordon, but hey. Uh, you're up there, man. You're in the position to to try what you want at this point. Yeah. No, I'm not going to captain Alan Gordon. <laughs> it would uh, be sweet, though. All right. Last game of the slate, which is where we can get our late players, at least, San Jose against New England. Uh, I get the San Jose midfield wrong every time, and so I'm tempted to just ignore them completely. Uh, you mentioned Vaco before, JD. It seems like you always like him more than Erickson. Whenever I go back and forth between the two, then it's Danny Hosen, who's actually the one I should have picked. Do you think any of them crack your lineup this week? I mean, there's a, like we said, there's pretty, there's a pretty stacked midfield this week, despite only being six games, and that's including Almarone not playing. So where does San Jose fall? I actually like New England a little bit more in this one. Okay. San Jose are actually missing uh, one of the highest number of minutes uh, of players to mm-hmm. the World Cup. Mm-hmm. They're missing Cummings and Godoy, who are kind of mainstays in the lineup. Yep. Um, especially defensively, they started uh, Kevin Partida mm. in defense last week. Don't ask me anything about him. Um, I don't know. I think Wando sounded really motivated in his post game. They lost four three at home, um, so that's that's pretty annoying, especially when LAFC were missing some of their best players. So I, I could definitely see the Wando motivation angle. I could definitely see the Hosen uh, goal-scoring angle or the Vaco creating angle. Erickson doesn't really do it for me these days. Okay. Um, he's like a really slow Johnny Russell, <laughs> um, which when you're playing on the wing, I don't love that too much. But um, I don't – New England, I just feel like are going to come out and play better, I think. It's the last game before the World Cup break. So there's nothing really to hold back. I know they have a long travel um, out to San Jose, mm-hmm. but um, I, I feel like Friedel's the type of motivational coach that is really going to try and get one more positive result before the break. Hmm. Um, 
So San Jose obviously will too, but quite frankly, New England is uh, like three times of a tougher team to play and to break down and to kind of battle for 90 minutes against than San Jose is. Would you rather Wando or Mancosu? Wando. Okay. Yeah, Wando for me too. Slight, I think... Slightly. I think it's closer than, than Skyler thinks. Uh, yeah, I think Wando's probably going to be in my lineup. I think I ran down my top five forward somewhere around there, and he falls right at about fifth, like right behind a Jassy or a Joseph Martinez. And I'm not thrilled about either of those guys, and I like – I just – you know, it feels like what JD's saying with Wando being motivated. San Jose really needs him to step up right now, and he's chasing the all-time yeah, MLS yeah. goals uh, record. So, Did he I mean, bring, is he now the all-time non-penalty leader? Is that what I saw? <laughs> uh, you might have. I don't, I'm not sure. I think yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Donovan um, had a ton of penalties. Yeah. Wando let me let me say too. this. So does Wando. Yeah. yeah. I don't think as many as Landon. Let me say this about Wando. For uh, for all the motivational factor, he's chasing the record, blah, blah, blah. He has 953 minutes. Guess how many shots on goal that he has this season? How many goals does he have? Uh, shots on goal. I know. How many goals does he have? Four. Five. Ten. Yeah, you're right. He has five shots on goal. Jeez. <laughs> So he's, he's been, played. His playing time's been really spotty too, though. Yeah. I mean, I know that's that's you just threw out the minutes there, but yeah, I mean that's like one every two hundred minutes almost that bad. So he's due. Maybe oh, he's God. rounding the Don't corner. Start that. He had, he had three of them just this last game. If that if that stats. Uh, yeah, I you're think. right. I mean, if it's uh, updated on MLS's player profile, then it's accurate. Wow. Unless yeah. they mess it up. Yeah, no, you're right. It's uh, it's a crazy number, but yeah, and he's, I mean, Jeez. what this is like his, what, how many seasons? He's 35 years old, so it's not like yeah. he's, he's definitely no youngin, and he's, I mean, he's, I don't know, he's still got the ability to turn up like like we just saw with a brace, and it feels like New England's the type of team that he can do it against again, so. I don't know. I just like him a little bit more than I think uh, Azarez against Atlanta or a Yosef at Columbus, and it feels like he's the next guy in line. So, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say then Martinez? Yeah, at Columbus. I just, I mean, it's yeah. I I feel like Wando might have a better chance at a uh, a brace. Than the guy who has the most hat tricks in league history after a season and a half, actually less than a season's worth of games, right? It's, it's in, in fairness, he said a brace, not, not a hat trick. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing that. Yosef's guess, not guess what a hat trick but... includes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, that's, that's that's what the, the listeners listen to. <laughs> All right, yeah, I mean, you can make that. I don't think hey, it's a decision. Yeah, you go, Yosef. I'll go, Wando. I don't even uh, need to go, Yosef. Wanda's just further down my rankings than uh, probably six or seven people. Well, that's a lot. Be interested. I, I mean, Pania in the same game is a exceedingly better player this year. He's been electric at times, and even when he's not, he still is putting up some numbers. Um, I don't know. I'm not really scared of these road players. Who you could literally tell me. 
that I could rank whoever starts at forward for Chicago, and I would put them ahead of Wanda. Hmm. You, it could See, be a had it could his... be a sixteen year old academy kid, and I would probably take him over Wanda this week. Well, it's a hot take right there. So Pania's seven shots last week against Chicago generated three fantasy points. <laughs> Wanda's two goals, twelve points. I mean, it's obviously Pania could turn up with that too, but Wanda at home, I like a little bit better than Pania. Yeah, I mean it. It's no coincidence that the first time you mention Wando all year is after he scores two goals for the first time. But... <laughs> I think I hyped him up last week. Let's, <laughs> let's roll the tape back. I think I said something about it being a Wando game. Hmm. I believe we have called you the Wando Whisperer in previous podcasts. That was actually me. Oh, you were the Wando Whisperer? Or you called him that? I know. I think I guaranteed a Wando goal out yeah. of nowhere, and he got it. Huh. All right. Fair enough. Uh, any defenders in this game? Maybe if the corners. Switcher, yeah, if the switcheroos don't work out, maybe. Yeah. But do you go to the New England side? Absolutely. Yeah, like JD said, I think with uh, Claude Dielna's on corners all of a sudden. So I think you got to consider that. Mm-hmm. And his... do, uh, does MLS even have Kevin Partida in the player pool? Oh, yeah, they do. I think he's a midfielder, though, isn't he? No, he's a defender, oh, he but he's okay. uh, zero points, and he's on four mil- down at $4 million. Uh, That seems worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, N- Nick Lima, you could say that maybe you should start, but um, I don't know. Ironically, Jungwirth is a midfielder, so you can't use him. Right. So you're down to, like, literally two or three playable options tops for <laughs> St. Jose. Yeah, I'm not thrilled if it has to a come to that. A folder's bad. I mean, like, San Jose's defense is so bad. I love Panini this week. Right now, he's my third forward. Wow. In my team, because I think I can switch Aru into him. Right. He's definitely not a bad play. Like, I, he's a good play. I'll throw, I'll put that out there. But he's he's still behind Wando for me. But, yeah, I mean, LAFC just scored four goals at San Jose. So, didn't, New England's going to get some chances. Didn't Partita get sent off? <laughs> that would be hilarious. I think he did. Now, yeah, you could be right. I'm right. Sure if I miss that fact. Uh, yeah, we're showing a red card. All right, there you Can't go. Can't say I watched the earthquakes game last week. But Pania yeah. has 17 shots on goal this season. If anyone wow. cares, that's more than good. three. More than three times that of Wando. Actually, mm-hmm. he has as many goals as Wando has shots on goal. <laughs> And he has as many assists as Wando has shots on goal. And that's primary assists, not any of this secondary assist garbage. Oh. How many has he had in like the last five weeks or six weeks or something? Uh, I'll sort it by week 11 on RotoWire's great stats feature. Just give me one there second. There we go. It just feels like he's been really quiet lately. Maybe that's why I like Wando a little bit more. I mean, taking seven shots isn't quiet, but. Um, he has three well, goals, as as three goals and one assist. Output. In his last six just, games. Yeah. 18 Which shots. Week 11. Probably about the same as Wando. Eight shots on goal. More than Wando could ever dream of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nine, or no, it's, six. I mean, it, you're just hoping to strike uh, lightning twice, Skyler. That's all I'm saying. 
and it could definitely happen. He's yeah, motivated, but we're um, talking I'm not... about the the ultimately probably going to be the goal scoring king in MLS. So I mean, it's not like lightning's <laughs> lightning striking twice. I don't know about that. But... Hey, I, I love Wando, but uh, I'm not playing a bunch of 38 year old dudes in my lineup every week. That's not how you win. Also, the World I... Cup's going around, which isn't exactly Wando's time of the year. Oh, I I said the same thing about uh, Zlatan, oh. dude. Oh, I heard it. I heard it, but. Uh, talking about 38-year-old dudes, Zlatan's been bringing the points for me. So Yeah, he's uh, going to Russia too, huh? Yeah. Apparently he is. As something, some yeah, who facet. knows? I don't know. He's I only mean, 36, by the way. Don't be so He's dramatic. older than Wanda. <laughs> oh, well. All right, all right. I always wish I could see the numbers of how much Skylar and I's arguments uh, affected listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great to see, like, if people listen to me and then got burnt because it's Latin, and then next week they went with Skylar and went Wando, and I made all the ground back up mm-hmm. with a different play. <laughs> I'm just really curious. I wish I knew how uh, how it affected I mean, people. I guess I just tried it, to get someone comes... in the chat to call it. Last week, I think, someone said this Latin argument was great in the Slack chat, mm-hmm. and um, I tried to get him to to say which side he came down on, and I don't think he ever answered us. Mm. I mean, I think at this point it just comes down to who's higher in the fantasy rankings. You're obviously up there fighting for the top spot. I'm, I'm just over here happy to be up at the top of the Atlanta United League, so, I mean, I'll, I'll give you props. Yeah, your track record's a little better than, than mine. I was in, like, first grade when you were coming <laughs> first. Back when I was winning grand prizes with Wando goals and Jeff right. Cunningham goals. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. If anyone out there can uh, let us know how they did with Ibrahimovic or Wando, you can find JD on Twitter at DFSMLS. You can find Skylar at DraftKicks. I am a Rotowire Andrew. Uh, we'll be back not next week, but probably the week after to preview week 16. Or is this 16? Yep. This, yeah, is, this is 16. Right. Preview 17, uh, which will happen when everybody is paying attention and not paying attention to the World Cup. Uh, So, gentlemen, thank you for all of that, and good luck this week. Good luck, everybody, even Wando. (laughs) Good luck, guys. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. 